Hi, I am Nikhil Rawal and you're listening to Working with Gen Z. A show where I have conversations with local and global experts who will help us understand the hope and aspirations of the Gen Z generation. The Gen Z generation is the demographic cohort succeeding the millennials. This show is going to examine all facets of the Gen Z life and the critical factors for winning their hearts and minds. We'll go deep to uncover what motivates them and their mindsets plus expectations from an employer, brands, their views on money, entrepreneurship, value, learning and much much more. Welcome to the show. And before we ask questions to Sajid, I want our viewers to also know uh, a rich history in the background that Sajid brings. Sajid has over 15 years of experience in analytics, consulting, people leadership, and business intelligence. In his current role, he leads global commercial analytics for the world's largest brewery, AB InBev. In the last four years, Sajid and the team has delivered over 200 million in top-line growth by driving ABI to adopt evidence-based marketing using data and analytics. He and his team's current focus is to democratize analytics through products and build an end-to-end commercial decision matrix system powered by data, machine learning, and AI. Sajid was recently awarded the AI Changemaker Leaders Award by three AI Awards 2022, and he's also on the Client Advisory Board of Fractal Analytics. Walking with people, reading books, short distance running, and tasting beers are his passion. Sajid, such a pleasure to have you. How are you doing? Good, very good, Nikhil. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Sajid, thank you for taking the time. I know that you've had a career spanning doing a variety of things, but of course, you've spent a significant part of your career in the marketing domain. Tell us a little bit about what is it that you do and, and your role at ABNB. So, Nikhil, currently I, I'm part of the analytics team in ABNBF, and uh, I lead the commercial analytics here. So, a lot of our focus here is to make sure that all the all the dollars we spend on on marketing and sales for demand generation uh, using data ai ml etc we we ensure that uh, we are spending it in the most efficient way and at the same times we get better and better in understanding our consumers and customers so that's that's the gist of what i do here excellent as they always say in marketing, when you have your marketing budget, right, which of the marketing budget you've used is yielding results. And I think you're, you're using the finer aspects of marketing, you know, with the techniques of the, the technology, but analytics, right, to really make some improved decision. Fabulous. Now, tell us a little about in this role, the team that you manage. And I, I understand that you possibly work with Gen Z's in this role. So tell us a little more, you know, how's that set up? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's uh, I consider that one of the privileges of the role is the opportunity to work with the Gen Zs. I think they are fascinating generation, and I, if I am not wrong, at least sixty percent of my team is made up of uh, Gen Zs, and they do bring a very different flavor to the way we do things. Uh, there is a lot to learn from them, and, and they are very open. So, so that that makes it very easy to lead them makes very easy to learn from them. So it's a fabulous proposition. Fantastic. Now we'll we'll go in a moment a little deep into understanding them as consumers, but perhaps given that you mentioned you have a fairly large team that you oversee within India and, and outside of India perhaps as well, and, and if sixty percent of your team makes up of the Gen Z generation, any any broad impressions, I mean, of what you've seen, you've been in this role for uh, some years and what fascinates you 
what inspires you? Are there things that you may say that, hey, perhaps this is something that could be different uh, from your perspective from a different generation or as a boss? Yeah, I mean, the fact is that the, the Gen Zs, they are very driven by their personal aspiration. And the personal aspiration is the way they have defined it. So it, it's not the standard way of thinking about what success is. So each one of them have their own way, how they define success. They are very driven by that. So things like, uh, you know, this is how it is. This is the way it is. These are conversations which doesn't cut with them. And uh, that for me, in a way, is, is very liberating. Even uh, as a leader, as a colleague, uh, I have leaders who are Gen Zs. And, and the way they deal with certain situations, how upfront they are about what they want, how clear they are about what they want, as well as how clear they are about that they are confused and they are not you know, ready to make a decision. Is, I find that quite liberating. Excellent. And But Sajid, would you say, and since we're trying to uh, talk about Gen Z, we're speaking about Gen Z in the Indian context, do you sense, this is often a question that's brought up because, you know, recently... I was reading an HBR article and, and, and they were saying that if you wish to enter into India, you don't, you cannot have an India strategy. You need to have a state level strategy, considering that how diverse and complex our demographics are and how diverse and complex our preferences can be, uh, just as the people and, and the demographics that make up. So do you sense that, you know, when you, when you lead a team of Gen Z and, and of course, you're in the Silicon Valley, the capital of Silicon Valley of India in Bangalore. But do you sense that maybe uh, do they come out any differently in their aspirations in any other aspects of, uh, on, on the rural versus urban kind of a uh, slant that, that uh, if you had to see strictly from a boss, not as a consumer? The answer is, is a little bit of yes and no. And uh, yes, because today Gen Zs are very proud of their origin, wherever they are coming from, uh, and they don't try to hide it. And uh, they also come with a lot of exposure. So, so there are two things. One is the experience you go through when you're growing up. And second is the exposure you had. So today you have a lot of exposure. You know how things work around the world because of internet. Uh, so they, they are not entering a situation which they have never seen it. They may have not experienced it, but they are aware of it because of this, because of the internet and everything else. So in, in that way, there is a difference whether they come from urban, rural, uh, or within urban, where they are coming from, you know, whether they are coming from northern part, eastern part. So, so that difference is there. And uh, the innate mentality of not wanting to be part of the mob, not wanting to be part of the group also brings out this uh, individuality much better, which I think probably didn't happen in the previous generation. I believe they were also different individuals, but the mentality of being part of the group was much stronger than Gen Z's. So that way, they are, they're all very different. But uh, they're also very similar, whether they come from rural or urban, is in, in what I said earlier, that they're very driven by their own personal aspirations. And these personal aspirations are defined by themselves and not by someone else. So, Yeah, so I, what we hear is you saying that they're distinctively clear about their preferences and, and perhaps something about their upbringing, right? Maybe the exposure, the access to the information where it's not about following uh, and, and being part of that herd group that, that maybe some of the prior generations were asked to or forced to or uh, fell into that uh, situation. Okay, so so let's shift our focus now. When you think about them as consumers, how would you say, how do they show up as consumers, right? And what are some of their expectations as consumers? 
you've obviously built brands and products, right? So you work with them. So what, what, what do you see there? What is very different about Gen Z is that they have a very, very strong point of view. And they are what, what I would call, they have very fragile loyalties. So what I mean is that they don't buy a brand just because how the brand looks or feels or, or what the brand is trying to communicate to you. They are very focused on finding out why, what is the purpose behind the brand? Where does the sourcing happens of the brand? Is it organic? Are they doing something good for the community? Uh, is there a focus on sustainability? And they do a lot of research before buying certain things. They look at peer reviews a lot before buying certain things. So that way they build their point of view based on information and not just based on what the brand is saying to them in an ad. And two is that when I say they have fragile loyalty is because they are very quick to switch if they find something better, if they find something which connects with them. So there's no concept of uh, loyalty as such that I like this brand, so I'm going to stick to it. Uh, if I find something better, which connects with me better, uh, I am going to buy that brand. So so that's how I see the uh, the, the Gen Z consumers today. So, so in in all your conversations and you know interactions, can you think of brands that they say that you know this is what we like? But sorry, this. I mean, can you think of an example, or can you share an example of any uh, any just general conversation to say that you know here I knew somebody was like this, and then a few months later or something because something happened, and then that changed their perspective or uh, their point of view on on the brand or their expectations. Yeah, I, I can give you a couple of examples of. You know where where they might have changed their preferences. So 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 I know uh, uh, Gen Z uh, who's who's part of uh, whom I actually play cricket with, and this very uh, smart individual used to prefer a brand of beer, but then uh, uh, he switched to Stella, which is which is one of our brands, because he got to know that uh, you know Stella does a lot of work from uh, on providing drink drinking water to some of the folks in the rural India, especially in Rajasthan. And he comes from Rajasthan and he has seen some of the hardships for you know, women go through to get water. And, and, and we have a program called uh, Buy a Lady a Drink. And he saw that and he got really inspired by it. And he shifted his brand because of that. So that's, that's you know, you know one, one example which, which is very close to my heart and which makes me very proud of working for ABI. And Elaborating on, on that, on what kind of brands I, I see Gen Z is following. Again, the purpose is very important, what exactly the brand is doing. And uh, then a lot of these uh, technology brands like YouTube, Google, uh, Netflix, these are some of the brands they follow. And, and there is a very significant reason why they do it. Because all these brands are very interactable. So, so you can interact with these brands a lot. They are very customized. So what I see in Netflix is very different from what you see in Netflix. And they like that. They like brands which think about them, for them, uh, and allow them to interact with the brand. So you will see that pattern that they always like these kind of brands. Excellent. Yeah, a fabulous example. And I was reading recently where where they said that the difference between a millennial and a Gen Z uh, looking for something is distinctively different. So for a normal Gen Xer or a Gen Y, when they go to Google, they ask Google uh, if or they, they search on something that they want, uh, you know, by typing in into Google, I think the Gen Z's expectation is slightly different. They look for recommendations from the engine to say, here's what you need to buy. And that kind of says the difference of uh, how they search and how what they expect 
uh, the brands to behave, right? It's almost like the brands telling them, here is what we have for you. And uh, this is the reason you should buy from us. Excellent. Let's talk a little more about, you You talked about the fact that they like to interact. And I want to ask a more broader question again. What in your experience, you know, having product in the portfolio that you have, right? What What do companies do? What can companies do to attract them uh, as consumers? How do they keep them as consumers? Of course, you mentioned it's very hard. They're not very loyal. So how can a marketeer attract, uh, retain, and grow this Gen Z segment? Any any broad brushes in terms of looking at the Gen Z generation? Absolutely. So the first thing which I think uh, any brand needs to do is, is to listen, is to listen very, very carefully what the Gen Zs are saying, what the Gen Z consumers are saying. I think that's become fundamental to the survival of, of any brand. So you look at anything like Amazon, Google, etc. They take their feedbacks, reviews very, very seriously. And a lot of these feedbacks, reviews are coming from Gen Zs because they, they like to talk about their experience with the brand and they want it to be useful for others before they decide to buy a brand or not. The second thing which is very, very important is to communicate the why behind your brand. Why you exist as a brand. Where are you sourcing your ingredients from? What is your objective? What is your dream as an organization? What are you doing for the community? So there's a lot of these which which a lot of companies do. I think it's it's super important to start communicating that. And and the third thing is is personalization and rapid experimentation. It's very, very important to experiment a lot and also do do a lot of customizations what based on what the what the consumer needs. So overall the, the theme is to remove your brand from the center and put the consumer there so it's 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 all about consumer loyalty and not about brand loyalty so nobody really cares about brand loyalty now it's all about consumer loyalty i really like you've emphasized this a couple of times now the sourcing where's that done the purpose of why uh, and and it seems like this is this is something that they really look for when they make a buying or a purchase decision right Let's talk about, you know, what do you do at ABN Web, right? I mean, how can you give me give me an example of what have you done you know, for uh, the product portfolio or the brands that you have for this segment? Uh, what differently do you do to bring them to keep them? Uh, what are your communication strategies and so on? Yeah. So the first thing which we did is that we actually removed the brands from the center and we put consumers there, and and we went where the consumers went. So rather than trying to direct the consumers to where the brand is or, or what the brand wants to communicate, we decided to listen to the consumers, try to understand what are they saying, and then we followed with the right brands, with the right strategy, etc. You know, one great example of this is our foray into non-alcoholic and low-alcoholic beverages and uh, you know, different kind of mixers, uh, because that's what we felt, especially the Gen Zs are interested in. Uh, they want uh, things which fit in with their lifestyle. So they want low-calorie beer. They want flavored beer. And, and that's where we went. So we did a lot of experimentations. We built these specific brands. We allowed them to interact. Or we allowed is not the right word. We invited them to interact with us uh, and tell us what they need, how they would want it, and things like that. And then we went back, did very, very quick, rapid experimentation, and, and gave them things which they were looking for. Uh, so that is one major aspect. The second major aspect is our communication. So, you know, I'm very proud to say that we have a chief sustainability officer today. And the idea is that 
we as a company want to be here for more than another more than 100 years and that can only be possible if, if we make our communities sustainable if we make our environment sustainable so we have made a lot of commitment uh, and close to home our mysore brewery is is you know is green it uses renewable resources uh, we use a lot of water and so we are very very committed to ensure that you know we treat the water 100% and we use renewable you know sources for running our factories etc and we have started communicating this back to our audience you know we built hospitals during covid we gave away free drinking water we did a lot of these things uh, and earlier probably we were not communicating this that much but today we are so that's the uh, you know second big uh, aspect from a communication standpoint which we have changed we are listening a lot more and and i think that is uh, that's that's critical for any organizations to survive today sajid this has been extremely insightful to close out i want to come back to you having having managed and you're managing a large gen z team uh, so first uh, any call to action or advice as a as a boss uh, who manages these young Gen Zs? That's that's my first part of the question. And the part two of the question, of course, is you've uh, highlighted very beautifully all the things that a marketeer can do to attract Gen Z, to keep them, and what are some of their characteristics. Again, there, any advice or call to action from a marketeer to get Gen Zs on board? So two parts to the question. One as a boss, one as a marketeer. As, as a leader, I think uh, it's very, very important for you to understand this uh, whole person paradigm. So you need to look at any Gen Z, and, and now I feel any person as such as a complete person. So it, it's not just about what they bring to office, but you know what, what are their other aspirations? What do they like to do? You, you need to spend some time understanding that because Gen Zs especially would like to connect with you as a whole person. So so they don't have this whole piece of this is how I am at work, this is how I am in office, and things like that. So. That's very, very important. The second piece is that we be very open to hear them, be very open to learn from them, and, and it, it needs to be a, a two-way communication. So one thing which I've noticed about Gen Zs are that if you ask them to give some feedback about you, they are very, very open and very precise about their feedback. And the expectation is that they would want you to act on it. So and it's a, it's a great tool for you to continue to become better as an individual, as a leader. That's the second piece. The third and, and very important aspect is be very open to understand the aspirations of the Gen Z, which may not confine to the uh, standards. So I, I can explain this with an example that, you know, I had one of my team members who, who really wanted to be yeah, part of please. Europe, who wanted to go to Europe. And, and that was his goal. Uh, and it didn't it didn't matter that he's, he's going probably at a band lower or you know he may not get promoted or whatever it is he he wanted to go to europe and and it's very important for for you to start respecting these uh, and 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 not be really surprised that you know how can you not take a promotion and maybe go to us but just want to go to europe because you want to experience that lifestyle uh, you want to experience a different place so you need to be open to such things yeah, so that's what, and, and you know, genuine care for, for your team is paramount, irrespective of which generation you are dealing with. Now, you know, moving to the second part of the question that uh, as a marketer, what, what are some of the things which uh, I would recommend or I would invite everybody to think about? It's a little bit of what I, what I have talked earlier. 
we we need to really listen to them we really need to understand where they are coming from we really need to communicate the purpose we shouldn't assume what they want to know and what they don't want to know uh, so they are really interested in what the ingredients are is your beer all natural or not uh you know is the soap you are making does it come from renewable source of energy or not uh, they are interested in that so so let's ask and listen very very carefully what they want uh, and and last is uh, i think rapid experimentation is very very important because you also live in a world where maybe people don't know what they want so you keep giving them some things they will use it they will give you feedback and and then you go back improve on it so that's that's again very important and uh, keep the communication channels open build setups uh, build infrastructure so that they can interact with your brand and that's the only way they are going to give you feedback and that's the only way we can improve as as in a way custodians of of the brand excellent sajid there's a lot of good advice in there both if you're leading them as a boss or a manager but also as the marketeer and and the way i think of summing up is that a lot of the stereotype that has been created for any generation whether it's gen y or gen z it is we have to keep aside as bosses or as marketers the hype that comes with it right and it's more about being familiar with the context that you're in understanding them listening to them being open it's important for uh, them to adjust but it's just as important for us to know to get to know them and i think when we do that we really get some good successful stories that you've highlighted today uh, both both uh, in within your team understanding their aspirations and certainly as as uh, a marketer so really enjoyed this sajit it's been a pleasure and uh, i thank you once again for uh, taking the time off you had some technology glitches but uh, you've you've been patient enough to make that happen So um thanking you once again please stay safe and that brings us to the end of this particular episode we will continue to bring more such episodes where we look at experts who will let us understand and help us understand uh Gen Z generation again till then see you next episode walking with Gen Z take care and that brings us to the end of this episode i hope you found it insightful as i did learning the relationship of Gen Z and technology As always, you can get the basics of Gen Z from the book Target Gen Z, which looks at how do you get the Gen Z mindset when it comes to brand, work-life, learning, and more. If you found this episode and others insightful, share it with others. Do not forget to tag us on LinkedIn. Do share also with other listeners on the podcast platforms. and if there's any feedback that you have for us please share it to see how we can make it more impactful and better till then see you in the next episode goodbye